Hello and welcome to the 56th episode of the Raise the Bar podcast with your host Sam Knowles and today I'm joined by Grant Matthews. Grant, how are you doing? Hello mate, I'm all good, how are you? Yeah, well not too bad mate, not too bad at all. Winding down for Christmas a little bit, but still got quite a lot of, bit, a lot of work on to be fair, so I guess I'm, I'm in a planning stage a little bit for the new year, as well as fit, getting in clients who might be going away a little bit over Christmas, so... And also, I've got a bit of a sore throat, so we'll see how this goes, because I drank too much on Saturday night, and my throat, my voice went, shall I say, on Sunday, and it's still not back, and we're on Wednesday, so that's good, good stuff. All about balance. <laughs> All about balance. How about you, what's work situation at the uh, Yeah, like, randomly busy, actually, normally it's quite quiet this time of year. Um, I'm off this Friday, because I'm going to Wales with some friends hey, to... What, to say everyone what you're doing? Climb Snowdon. Nice. Yeah, that'll be the third time I've been on that mountain. Yeah. Um, so, live to tell the story. Basically like a mountain goat these days. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we've just got a big Airbnb, so we're just going to spend some time together with some of the guys I went to school with, which would be good. Um, and then I'm back working next week up until Christmas Eve, and then I've got in between um, Christmas and New Year off, which is quite nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Much planned for the Christmas period? Uh, hopefully family stuff, but I don't know if they're going to... I'm sure, Shut everyone I'm, down. Sure, I'm sure we'll be alright by then. I, obviously the Covid stuff's all changed a little bit again. I'm a bit worried about the uh, football. So me and Rory men began to watch uh, United Burnley on the 30th of December. Um, but now they've brought out the pass- vaccine passports thing, Covid passport, whatever you want to call it, um, for football fans. But I, I don't know what I'm going to do for Rory because he's, he's nine. So. He'll be alright though, won't he? I, I, he obviously doesn't need a vaccine, but I don't know if he's got to do a test and stuff. I need to look it all up. But anyway, I don't know why we're talking about that right now. Um, <coughs> so today we thought we'd do a little bit of a podcast because even though you've just said you've not got loads, uh, you're going to be, or what you're going to be doing over the Christmas period, you didn't mention that you're going to be running 100k pretty much between now and the end of the year. Um, and that is based on a goal that you sort of set fairly recently, but also a goal you set throughout the rest of the year in a weird kind of way. So do you want to put, go into it a bit more, explain? explain yeah, it so I did 100k in January with some of the guys from work, so we were all trying to lose a little bit of weight after Christmas. Didn't do anything in Feb or March, really. I think I did like a 10k and a 5k. And we then, were in lockdown at the time as well, weren't we? So it was a... Yeah, yeah. So I, I had time to do things, but I just didn't really prioritise it. Um, and then I started doing a couple of 100k months again in the summer because it was quite nice to run at that time. Yeah. Then I did a marathon in... Dragged me into one of those for one of the months. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was hell. Um, <laughs> it's all about... It's, it's, you've got to plan it in. It's, it's challenging, but if you plan it, it's not too bad. But um, I was looking at my stats for the year and I was kicking around the sort of 8... 2, 3, 8.30 mark and I sort of looked at it and thought, well... That'd be quite cool if I could get that to a thousand k. And I looked at my previous years. I'd done my running. I got nowhere near. I think last year I did quite a lot of running. I was about five hundred and fifty k. So it's quite a lot more. Um, so yeah, I sort of set that goal early November ish. So I had a bit of work to do. Well, maybe late November. Late, it was late November, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think I had like a hundred and sixty k to do. And I text you saying this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the year in terms of a goal for me. Yeah, it was definitely late November because we're mid December now. Not really. Dropped off, man. Yeah, and then I got a little bit ill um, at the beginning of December, so I didn't do any running for about 
four days. Which you ill for a weekend as well, which messed up a bit, didn't it? Yeah, because the weekends when I get a longer run in. So it's just basically having a goal and fitting it in around life um, and work. So that, that's what what I what we're going to talk about today, and I, th- I thought it'd be a good topic to bring up because obviously you are working towards this goal, so it's relevant. But one thing that you are very good at is once you set a goal, you're very strategic about how you're going to achieve that. Um, and I think that's important that everyone looks at goals in, in in their own personal way, but to hear other people's opinions on how they deal with goals and how they look at achieving them. Um, so essentially what, what you've done is, bro- if we were to look at the start of the year, you did one month where you had a goal of hit, hitting 100k. Yeah. And ultimately you did that by just splitting days up into distances. Yeah. Um, missed a couple of months and then you've done it a couple of other months and you've realised actually you've run quite a lot this year so why not look at hitting um, I don't even know if you've actually said the following goal was it 100 no 10,000 no 1,000k 1,000k go on 10,000k maybe next year 1,000k in um, in the year so with with this goal in mind let's use this as a sort of a case study I guess how have you gone about making sure that fits in and around, like you just said, your work life, your daily, daily sort of routines, your social life, all those sorts of things? How have you made it work for you? Because there's hopefully going to be some, some nuggets in there that people are going to be able to use for themselves when looking at goals, and especially lots of people look at goals for the new year, when they say? So. Yeah, I think with a goal, you want something which you can sort of aim towards, which is, that could be a... Uh, a weight loss or it could be distance whatever it may be so get that there and then what I do personally is I put it out into the atmosphere and tell everyone about it because it holds me accountable for it if I was going to say I'm going to run a thousand k and not tell anyone about it I probably wouldn't do it whereas if I put it in the fitness group it it shows what my goal is to to everyone else yeah Yeah, and it helps me keep um, motivated to keep going because you might get well done or whatever it may be, but you can slowly see the um, the distance ticking down. I've just gone over the 900 mark today, so now it's less than 100k to go. It's 99k. Yeah. Um, that's the one of the main things. Um, I think before you you set your goal, you probably let's quote Carl Westby on this one. Uh, Carl used to be our boss when we were younger. <laughs> Look, make it what, smart. What ten years ago? Yeah, make it smart. So. <laughs> Obviously, we're looking at something specific like yours is a is a performance related. I guess is the best way to describe it. Goal in terms of you looking to run a certain amount of distance. It's easily measurable because yep. there's a distance involved, and you can tick it off as you're going, and you do that via sort of apps and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's achievable because you know in one month you can do hundred uh, k. So in a year you should, by definition, be able to do a thousand k. Keep thinking to go through thousand k in a year. Um, it's realistic for that that same yep. same reason. I mean, you you've given yourself, if you like, to. I know you didn't necessarily have this goal at the start of the year, but you've given yourself two months of recovery should you have injury or whatever else along on along the way. And obviously, there's a time related to it. Yep. So before we've gone anywhere, with this this goal has a smart element to it, um, and I think that's one thing that people don't think about at all. Um, so that that that's massively important when it comes comes to setting the goal. I'm just trying to find what the three things that I have always said for, or I've put a 
out in social media before with regards to setting goals because you mentioned about telling someone. Oh, here we go. So you're going to write it down. Yeah. Um, like you said, tell someone because that holds you accountable. And then also, I think it's important to visualise how you're going to feel once you achieve it. Far too often when it comes to goal setting, and, and I see it all the time, someone comes to me, I want to lose, I want to lose weight. Okay, why? Well, it's just because, you know, a bit, I feel like I'm putting a bit of weight. You know? Okay, cool. How are you going to feel if you lose weight? Well, I'll just I'll be lighter and, and I'll feel better about myself. No, you need to actually really understand how you're going to feel at the end of that, that goal you've set for, set for yourself because ultimately there's nothing worse than having a goal in place. And I've done it in the past. I think we spoke actually on a podcast potentially um, how when I did the 100, or it might have been an email actually I sent out, when I did the 100k with you that month, I felt completely unfulfilled. Just it was a ball ache for me because I don't enjoy running that much. Yeah. Um, it was, ended up not, and when I do run, I like to try and hit a time if you like. And and what I ended up doing was just hitting a distance and just going through it and it just, yeah, yeah. oh, got to go out and do 5k rather than, oh, let's see if we can do a quick 5k or let's go and, did a 10k today to see if we can do it it was more a case of we just got to get so it was completely unfulfilling for me so I think it's really important as well you visualise how you're going to feel once you're successful so those three things are, I mentioned there write it down so you're clear so that's when the specific element comes in you're specifically writing down your goal uh, sorry your smart goal you're specifically writing down all the all those elements of, of the smart target you're telling someone for that accountability because we're always likely to let ourselves down when it comes to comes to that um, that process. I'm much more likely to let myself down than I am for even example you. Yeah. Although I'm not that bothered about how you feel about me. <laughs> um, and then uh, I want to have a goal that is going to actually bring something to my life. It's going to make me feel better about whatever element of of life I'm trying to improve. So I want to make sure I'm visualizing visualizing that. Is that Make, make sense to you in terms of what you, you've done this time around? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's bespoke goal, so it's whatever's important to you as well. So I think it, it can be, and for me, it's like I, I, I get a bit of a kick out of getting things done, whether that's to write a small to-do list and get things ticked off. So like on my to-do list today, I write it down in the kitchen every day. One of the things was to go for a run. Yeah. I can tick that off. Like yeah. one of the things was to record a podcast for you. So when I go back and tick that off, and I need to pack my bag for tonight, and it just holds me more accountable. And when that, when, the, when I reflect on the day, I think actually I've achieved X, Y, and Z. Because I think sometimes with life, you get it gets a bit blurred sometimes. Yeah, I think you put that in my Facebook group, funny enough, today, yeah. didn't you? About how um, I asked the question with regards to how people deal with having bad days and. Or, or weekends, should we say? So if we're looking at your, your diet, if you had a bad weekend, you've overeaten and you've damaged your goal essentially, or made made an made a impact to your goal in a negative way, how do you get over that and get back on the horse on the Monday? And obviously that is the the key. You just need to get back on the horse, but it's about how you do that. And you mentioned about writing a list because you set out that mindset of the day is right I need to be productive if I tick everything off this list I've been productive I've, I've started the week in a productive way I think it's similar to the the make the bed scenario in the yeah. morning if you're going to get up make your bed you've, you've started the day doing one thing that was productive and, and you've done it right so hopefully that will then lead to, to other other things and you'll be able to build those habits throughout the day of positivity and make sure you're getting in the right right place there what I want to move on to is 
because when we talk about this sort of stuff quite often um people perhaps look at me as a personal trainer and say yeah it's easy for you to say it because that's your lifestyle and, and this that and the other yeah, yeah you have an office job nine five yep and you're getting this goal in so talk to me about how and then i just touched on it with the list thing and, and things like that. let's just go into let's look at the whole year and how you do it i assume you break it down into week uh, sorry months then weeks then days how, how do you go about doing that yeah, so I think with most people, the listeners and they had an office job, you might have gone back into the office during the year and come back out. So for me, when it was remote working, it was fine. I could go out on my lunch breaks, go for a run. It was quite easy. Um, but I then had to adapt when we went back to the office three days a week. So I sort of looked at it and went, okay, I'm in the office Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. It's not really plausible for me to travel to the office, work for a day, and then come back and run. So... I made Mondays. I don't like running in the dark. Yeah, might as well get that out. Of there, well, it's yeah. dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know how expensive to put a torch on or high vis. Yeah, it's not for me. Um, and then, I mean, they made electricity, didn't they? So they're not supposed to be out in the dark. Oh, it's dangerous. Um, but then Mondays and Fridays became my run days. So if I did a a five k on a Monday and a five k on a Friday. And I've got Saturday and Sunday to make up the distance. If it was if it was a hundred k, maybe do a longer run on a Saturday. So, so to, just to break this down a little bit more, obviously, you've, if you were to have had this goal from the very start of the year, you obviously would have broken down how much, how many um, kilometers you need to do per month for the twelve months. As in materialised, that was sort of missed because the goal was sort of set halfway through. But what you do now is you have a target per month, or you were having targets per month, and then breaking that down into weeks and then days. And days, rather yeah. than So if you were to just do days, for example, and this is perhaps why I didn't enjoy doing it because I broke it all down into days. I was like, yeah, just as long as I do five, uh, 10K every three days or whatever, I'll make it easy. You miss that once or twice, you, you're fucked, essentially. Yeah. So what you do is you break it down into slightly bigger chunks and then build that around there. So you've got the 100K for a month, 25k a week essentially and then you break that down for the week and look at your calendar for that week and go right what days can't I do except that I can't do it on those days don't get my back up about it work on that that sort of rotor that's what you can do but then you've got your buffer of the weekend to make up even more if you need to yeah it's like anything like a goal is A to B right it's very easy to go I'm going to go buy a house and then it's breaking it down into little segments and you can tick that off whether it's a a saving milestone or or cutting back on this or if you've got a weight loss goal because you're going to Jamaica in March as an example you could go okay I want to look a certain way by then or I want to I want to have lost a stone okay that's great but you you want to give yourself like I say going back to the smart goals you want to give yourself a good enough time to achieve it so you don't fail because the feeling that that might be quite substantial but it is also okay to fail in the same breath because not everyone always so so like you said it's a smart target you've also been realistic in the sense that you know that some days you're not going to be able to tick those boxes off talk talk to me about how because I and I know this has happened um, so week to week say you don't hit 25k how do you deal with that mentally um, I, I'm quite hard on myself I'm sort of my own worst critic so I sort of I kind of go it's not, that's not good enough we're going to have to we're going to have to do something and, and, and it's quite simple of you've got to dig in a little bit deeper so you can either go and do one huge run 
mm. and take it out or you can go okay well let's add an extra kilometre on each run or an extra two kilometres on each run and, and make it up that way but it's the accountability piece is the is what it crops down to yeah absolutely and mainly it's holding yourself accountable you, you like you said you just used the like we said on the last podcast actually you used the group that we have the community group to hold you accountable and even though there'll be people in there that could not give a flying fuck if you're running oh yeah finish it or not and that, that's cool that's fine but you're still telling them you're gonna go. um so essentially that that's where, where you end up getting that accountability from it gives you that sort of consistency on a day-to-day as well especially at the moment i'm literally doing 6.2k every day yeah I did 7k today as an example but and then I've looked at the week as well, going back to your point earlier, I've gone, okay, I'm travelling to Wales on Friday and climbing Snowdon. I'm not going to be doing any run running then. So I've looked at that and, and tomorrow I'm going to do a longer run to try and offset some of that um, kilometres that I'm going to lose because I've got a quite a tight timeline. I mean, I talked about making the goal realistic earlier, but I've got quite a tight timeline on this. But again, it's yeah, got to be challenging. I've, but at the end of the day, that's only because you've, you're looking to overachieve on the goal, essentially, aren't you? Because at the... It was decided six weeks ago, pretty much. Yeah, I'm quite that, off the cuff, yeah. Yeah, but it was decided because your goals each month have been pretty consistent. You've, what have you done? Probably eight months of the 12 were going to be over 100k? Um, Fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. About eight or nine, yeah. One, one thing I, I think is important as well to talk about is... Now... I don't know where the, what the reasoning for you wanted to do this is because I know that you're one of those people that quite often set a goal and just get it done because you've said it and that's, that's why we did it. But for lots of other people, they will have a genuine reason why they want to achieve that goal. You, I don't know if you definitely, if, if you have that really, and we probably should have spoken about it before the podcast, but um, with regards to what you do, which I am very impressed with all the time, is how you are happy just to sacrifice other elements to make sure that you achieve the goal you have in mind. For example, at the moment, you're not really doing loads of weight training at all, are you? even though that's something you do week in, week out on yeah. a regular basis. If you, you're happy at the moment, you're going, no, no, my goal is running. And this that's something I'm probably not very good at. I will try, I'll set a goal and try and add it on top of everything else I do. Yeah. But you're quite happy to go, no, I've had this goal in mind and anything else can go by the by. The by. Certainly, with your, um, so you obviously run a couple of marathons this year and stuff like that, or half marathons and yep. a marathon. Did you, uh, you did Brighton, didn't you? I've done Brighton marathon, yeah. And I've yeah. done. I did a. I did the big vitality half marathon, but I also have run you some half that. marathons on my own, yeah. just out and about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the element of sacrifice is important. Yeah. So, what what are your thoughts on that when you do make those decisions? Yeah, I think that comes back from, it's a silly thing really, and it's it's sort of like, I'd always, I like to get things done and I can treat myself. So if I can go, right, I've done my run, now I can sit down on Sunday and watch the football and, yeah. and relax. So it's sort of a, a little bit of a short-term pain for the long-term gain. And I won't enjoy the treat in the afternoon if I don't feel like I've really earned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, number one is, it goes back to when you're a kid, eat all your vegetables, you get a pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's that sort of thing. Or do your homework first and then you can go and play. And it's, and I actually listened to a podcast with Matthew McConaughey and he, and he writes in his book where he talks about like buying 
red lights and green lights. So if you do choose to do your home, you, you don't want to do your homework now and they're having a really fun time on Sunday and you've got to stop and go do your homework, that's only going to stop you going further. But if you do it now, you sort of bought yourself a green light. So in the future, yeah, yeah. you can enjoy things. And I think, I think that's one thing uh, we're very similar on in terms of, and I know your, your girlfriend has mentioned it to you in the past hour, sometimes it, she doesn't understand it because you're like, no, I, I just want to go for a walk before we do that because I want to make sure I hit my steps or whatever it might be. Because yeah, yeah. you're, that's very much a, um, a habit that you've got into where you're not yeah. willing to sacrifice. It's basically non-negotiable for you and you're not willing to sacrifice that. And it go, that leads into the sort of thing we often said in the past that having habits, daily habits that are going to be uh, helping you with your long-term term goals are actually going to create you more freedom in the rest of your elements of your life as well. Yeah. Um, and I know, I I can give a good example of that this week, and this is slightly off topic, but on Tuesday, I think it was, uh, sorry, Monday, sorry, Wednesday, say, I went for, um, I decided I wanted to have a bit of a sauna steam room at gym and I was like it's fine I'll go for a walk tonight I ended up going out for a meal a family meal and by 10 o'clock I hadn't done my steps so my freedom had gone because I had to go for a walk Yeah. because yeah. I was not willing to sacrifice not hitting those steps but if I had just got up at 6 o'clock in the morning so an hour before my 7 o'clock client and gone for a little walk then the freedom I would have had in the afternoon or the evening would have been much greater than one I would allow myself. And it's very similar to that red or green light thing you just spoke about there. Sometimes just getting up and or doing, building into building a habit that's going to allow you a bit more freedom later on down the line is massively important. And I think that's a really powerful thing for people to understand, actually, in restricting your diet, your, your calorie intake Monday to Friday, making sure you're hitting all your workouts, making sure you're hitting your steps on a daily basis or your activity levels are nice and high throughout the week, it gives you more freedom, say, at a weekend. Yeah. Or, like you are, saying you're going to do 100k in a year means that on those days where you fancy going for a pizza and a couple of beers, it's fine. It's not a problem. Or the days where you decide you don't want to run, it's cool because you're going to hit your overall goal and you're not going to willing to not achieve that. It's giving you more freedom at different po- points in the in the year and different days. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anything else you wanted to get off other than just to brag that you're going to be hitting this goal? Yeah, touch wood. I should be right. I'm going to get an injury. Um, just track any goal you've got. Yeah. Um. Yeah, obviously that's it, massively it, important. Obviously, is is around fitness, but like I said, if you. Were, looking to buy a new car or you're looking to lose weight or just just find some way a healthy way of tracking it don't sort of let it take over your life but have a so mine is obviously tracking distance which is great but what that also shows me in all that data is it shows me my times it shows me different routes it shows me the calories estimately burnt the elevation i've done so you can sort of reflect on that and go actually it was a bit of a slower run today but I actually went up a lot more elevation so I can yeah. sort of take that and I've burnt more calories so yeah you can't, you can't manage what you don't measure yes essentially so if I if we said to you you're going to run 100k this year but you weren't tracking it then you would never know if you did it I'd have no idea yeah and I think that's I think basically the reason we thought this would be a good 
well, Grant didn't know we were going to talk this, but I, I decided <laughs> I think it's a good topic for us to talk about now is because going into the new year, lots of you are going to be setting New Year's resolutions, setting goals for 2022. And it's important that you consider all these things. Consider, is it a smart objective? Consider how you're going to hold yourself accountable. Consider how it's going to make you feel should you be successful. Consider how you're going to break the goal, the longer-term goal, into short, medium, medium-term goals. How you're actually going to achieve it, rather than just have it as a goal. Um, lots, of, lots of people go into the new year, and the classic one will be, I want to lose weight or body fat. And there won't really be a goal behind it. It'll just be, uh, sorry, a, a structured approach behind it. It'll just be, I'm going to lose weight, so I'm going to eat better and move a bit more. And ultimately, it might not be sustainable because in the long term, it's, it's, a, it's a harder job than just saying you're going to do something. Anyone can be perfect for a couple of days, but it's about long longevity and sustainable um, sustainability, essentially. Consistency makes champions. What a lovely way to finish the podcast. We're not going to finish it now because we're just going to talk about oh, okay. just how your fantasy team's doing because you've had a nightmare this week, haven't you? A lot of COVID outbreaks. <laughs> um, I think I've got two players. I've got two players. Uh, I've got one player suspended, one player with COVID, and two players injured. So, for those of you that don't know Grant that well, uh, won't know that Grant's never really been a huge football fan. Well, not since I was about 12. But been interested in it. And this year you've decided to uh, start a fantasy team and you've gone all out every week you're changing your team. And not only that, you've got Sky Sports just to watch the games. Yeah, and I listen to the fan- <laughs> fantasy podcast. Anyone looking for another podcast listen to? Fantasy FBL podcast. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually beating Sam as well. Yeah, well you are. And I'm actually beating Chillers. So, yeah, uh, it's true. You are currently um, raised the bar podcast leader well, we don't know I don't think Ellie has a team well, we, we, we never know yeah. we can check but I don't think that could be a question team. at the end of the podcast yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll ask her next time she's on I'll try and remember um, but yeah <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys have seen some value of that um, podcast I think that's really useful information um, going into the new year and I think it's really good to see the insight of Grant and how he's got a goal currently um, and how he's broken it down because one thing that I can say about Grant is he doesn't often fail when he sets a little goal like this. Um, even to the point you didn't... Was it this year you ran a marathon on your own? That <laughs> no, that was last year. Yeah, yeah, that was year. during COVID last year. Yeah. I, I think the, the thing about it is, is, I mean, when I do my marathon, it's just to put some caveat on that. I always do them for charity. I would, I would never, ever, ever on this God green earth do a marathon if it wasn't for charity. Because that pushes me along yeah holds you accountable again absolutely massive so it's, that, it's that word again the accountability is massive yeah I mean a half marathon yeah I could probably train for that and that would be a good achievement but um, I, I would never do I might do I probably will keep doing marathons for the brain tumor charity and things like that as well but yeah. Um, but yeah just um, it takes a while to build a build a good habit and it takes a bit longer to break bad habits but just uh, keep at it no one's perfect get a goal sit with, feel how you'd uh, hit that line again what consistency most champions yeah we'll, do it, we'll try it one more time I'm going to do a little bit and then you do that at the end okay so uh, thanks for listening guys hope you took some value from that Grant good luck with your goal uh, going forward and have you got any final words to add consistency makes champions I think that's a lovely way to finish the podcast